Alright guys, welcome back to what will be the last episode of Mental Millennials. The podcast has been sitting for about a, around a year now, and I kind of wanted to do this episode to A, share the initial things that I had never shared, um, realistically the real reason why I ever started the podcast, and to kind of just close this out as a chapter and learning experience um, of my life as I shift it into another um, another area. So I remember I remember when I first wanted to start this, and the idea originally wasn't really to have like to have a ton of guests. It's that I wanted to share my story and the things I was uncovering through my journey of mental health to help other people. And I remember sitting there in the basement suite I was renting at the time with a microphone in front of my face and a camera and my head just flying and flustered with so many things that were frustrating me at the time that I didn't even know how to begin to share. And what made this hard was that I felt like I was still one of the only people who A, even give it, gave a shit about what I was uncovering. And even if there were other people that were on the same page with me they weren't really that interested in taking action because it wasn't as comfortable it was more work not as easy all those those things and I never recorded an episode I couldn't do it I didn't know how to share my story my speaking was terrible Um, I was nervous as shit so I started by letting other people tell their story first And I still think that's important, and I don't think any of the episodes were not good or good enough or important or didn't share the right things. I think it did a lot of great things. I just think that I personally didn't share what I wanted to share when I started it. So I want to close it out that way. And I tried to in my personal episode that's way down the list, um, but then... You know, it was hard too. I was definitely, yeah, it was just tough. So I wanted to go back to some of the core things that are reappearing in my life today. And what the main things that I wanted to touch on were that I was uncovering things I never thought I would have uncovered. I had these beliefs that were shattered by new truths that were coming to light through my journey um, with anxiety, depression, panic attacks, and all of that. And many of them being to do with the way we all, not all, I mean, everybody's situation is different and that's something to take into account. Um, 
but the way that we're kind of, you know, all growing up inside this system of school and teachers and doctors and the food, the food were given to eat or offered to eat at grocery stores, restaurants, um, and how all those things have sort of evolved throughout our lives. And the main beliefs for me that had been shifted is that when I came down with anxiety, this was also before it had been talked about a lot. And it was it was really pushed in the sense that it was something wrong with you internally. Um, so when you go to the doctors or whatever, it can be an imbalance in things going on in your head, chemicals, whatever it is that they share with you. And they want to give you some medication to uh, help with that. So the mindset around that for me was that I was the problem and they, being doctors and or psychiatrists, um, people who could give me medicine and or the medicine were the fix. So I tried that. And that's the way we grew up, right? Um, you got a problem, you're not feeling good, you go to the doctor, they'll fix you up. So when things started to get really tough for me, um, I did that. I went to my family doctor, I went to hospitals, I saw tons and tons of doctors. And I felt like I was just left in a black hole. There wasn't a ton of help in terms of things to fix me, there was basically a few drugs that were offered and I didn't believe those were going to fix me. Um, I'd seen other people go through the cycles with these. Most people I know on them, any of the SSRIs, that it just never worked out well. There was major side effects, all sorts of stuff. So. After a few months of this not working, I realized that I had to do something for myself. And I did that by questioning what was going on and going to see other people and try something different out of the box. And I did that by going to see a naturopath, which is obviously not covered under your medical so that's money straight out of your pocket, although I think they may cover some of it now. I haven't been in a while, so I don't know. I also don't really have medical. So um, that was the first time in my life after spending $200 for a 45-minute visit that someone had ever mentioned to me in my entire 22 years on the planet that food actually has an effect on how you feel, how on your mental health. And it kind of blew me away. I didn't believe it at first. It took about four months working with him, me willing to be strict and disciplined and do what he asked me to do and to try. And I saw some change. It was a lot of work for a little change, but it worked. 
And this is when I started to question things more. I went, why have I never heard about this? Why did I go through my entire school year years as a as a kid and nobody said anything? Why did my parents never know that? We talked a lot about sugar and the effects of it and not eating it. Well, why is sugar being pushed? Why was my high school full of chocolate bars and candy and, and all of this stuff? And the effects of alcohol too. Like, why is it so common? And what I started to realize is that most of these things had the same effect. They were addictive. They left you with the same cravings, feelings, sadness, but they gave you a a quick satisfaction per se. And what they do is they keep you in that loop of instant gratification. You want something now to feel good now, the food, you know, comfort food, alcohol, sweets, um, TV, your cell phone, same things give you all these reward systems uh, in your brain. They send them, they send them the signals to, to tell you that you feel good only to leave you feeling like a piece of shit 15 to 30 minutes later. And... I started to kind of zoom out my view on life and what that showed me is instead of being in that reliant mindset where, as I talked about before, the systems, the way we're raised, throughout those systems, we're almost not forced, but led to be reliant on the system. So we don't think for ourselves as much. We think we need to go to school to learn that that those are the things we need to learn or the courses that are offered at big universities and and all of that. We we don't we're not taught to learn on our own, to teach ourselves things, to learn on the go. It's that you need to be taught something by someone and then you can work in that job and you're good enough and then rely on that job. Don't lose that or else you're going to be in a bad spot and to rely on the credit system, living beyond our means and all of these things. But through me realizing that it wasn't me exactly that was the problem, it was my environment and if I could change my environment then the problem became outside of me but I could change that so it was a complete switch of framing my mindset from me internally having a problem that a drug or doctor could hopefully fix that would be a lifelong problem or something you never get rid of, etc., etc., to that being that mental health problems being a side effect of the environment I was creating around me. That environment being friends, food, and this isn't only the environment outside of my body, but the environment that I'm providing inside my own body. So what am I putting in me? Water, food, and not only um, 
eating, but what am I taking in through my eyes and my ears? What am I watching? What am I listening to? What am I comparing myself to? Um, And then outside of that, your actual full physical environment. Who are you living with? Where are you living? Are you in nature? Is there sun? Um, Are you in a dark-ass basement suite making you feel like shit all the time? Um, All of those things are what create your environment. And I started to see the value of how changing those can change how you feel. And then I became very frustrated because nobody's ever taught those things. Nobody talks about those things. Everybody's led to believe there's an easy fix and it's to take a drug or whichever it is. Um, And when I started to feel quite a bit better, what happened was... I wanted to dig deeper into the unknown of the whys. Why was this going on? Why are we being provided with food that fucking sucks? With um, why are they trying to push these pharmaceuticals and why not, you know, educate people more within schools from a young age about how to take care of themselves and trying alternative methods, exercise, All of this stuff, like what's being built as a comfort society of weak ass people. So, so I ended up taking a course about, it's based off of a therapy called Gerson therapy, but the main concept is eat real food and heal yourself. It's very basic and almost couldn't believe it. It was so basic. But when I started to research with this lady, Nicolette Richer, She shared her stories and she actually had worked inside the government um, in a program trying to eliminate glyphosate and remove it from the environment and things like that. And she realized that they actually weren't doing shit. Everything they were doing was very meaningless and that didn't sit well with her. So she left and started something more impactful. This being this therapy and just eating real organic whole food. She started a chain of cafes in Whistler and Squamish and North Vancouver. And the stories from her patients were incredible. It was people who had cancer, uh, breast cancer, all sorts of um, basically uncurable diseases. And I went to live events where clients came and spoke and said how much it changed their lives and how things had been completely reversed worked insanely well for people with just a lot of pain and even simple things like scars your face your acne just like disappear I had scars on my side that were protruding and and like these insane scars and they just started to reverse themselves and go away my back pain went away all these little things that I had Within a week of doing it, I had girls asking me what I was doing to my skin to look better. Um, And throughout this course, we really dove into the food system and what is wrong with it. And it is fucked. I, I became addicted to finding the truths behind the things in our food system and how hidden it all is the way that food labels are created and they don't have to tell you what's in an ingredient in 
they don't have to tell you the ingredients of an ingredient. So for example, if you buy a bottle of ketchup, there's five ingredients. One ingredient is tomato paste. They do not have to tell you what's in tomato paste. It could be full of pesticides, but it's in your ketchup. And there's many more ways than this that they hide everything, but it it was crazy to me to start looking at all the foods I'd eaten as a kid, growing up, canned, frozen, and see the lack of nutrients, the lack of life, the lack of fucking anything of use for your body. And what frustrated me is that it seemed like the we were living in an illusion of choice. We're made to feel like the choice is ours and life is ours and... I believe that it is, but I believe that many people are living a false reality of choice because for the most part, you're not given the information to make a proper choice. And that's what frustrated me so, so like I was just furiated to think that I would walk, you know, I'm in the grocery store and I see people walking through grabbing these things that they're willing to eat, but they don't have the real information about what those things are doing to them. Um, that was very sad to me. And that's what I wanted to change. I wanted to talk about all of that stuff so that when people are consuming alcohol and consuming sugars and consuming processed foods and not exercising, I wanted them to have the information to make a real choice, not a choice based off the biased information they are given. And that's where I'm now frustrated with the world on a much larger scale. And that's also why I have opted to, to stop doing my mental, doing this podcast as mental health only. Um, Because when I was, when I was feeling back then to start this, I was, had a strong, strong urge and got feeling that, something was wrong and I wanted to change that and now I have that again but I don't think anymore that mental health is the biggest pillar or the most impactful thing for me to focus on because I don't believe that if I talk about mental health every day that it is going to change the way the world is going but I believe that mental health is actually a byproduct of the way the world is going so if I can help change that I think better mental health will be the byproduct of that so in a way I think I'm just stepping up a little bit to the next level of my thoughts and understanding where I want to make the most impactful change and letting go of the catalyst to make me change because I really do see mental health 
as one of the things that will just crack you open if you're willing to let it. And I have quite a few friends that have had the same thing happen. They go through this, they start to question things, they start to take matters into their own hands and they change their lives and they wonder what the hell is going on. So I want to use this last episode as inspiration for you to take life into your own hands and to question the things around you and to wonder why you've been told certain things and why certain things do and don't work and to become aware of the way certain things make you feel. How do you feel when you're on your phone for five hours straight? How do you feel when you eat processed shit foods? How do you feel after you drink? How do you feel with lack of community that actually cares about what you what you really care about? And start to notice those feelings and then start to make small changes. Changes that you can make. Because if you want to change your life, you have to change your life. And start to notice this stuff and see where it takes you. Unfortunately, things are getting a little bit weirder than ever and are seemingly the mental health of people is declining faster than ever as well. We've been isolated, we've been fed shit. On our social media, we've been censored even more than ever. We haven't been given the proper information to make decisions for ourselves. And not only that, the majority of our population is not in a good spot mentally. Like I said before, when you're consuming these products... They're putting you in a daze. You can't think clearly. Your intuition's blocked. None of your bodily functions. Your energy's out of whack. Just everything is destroyed by alcohol, sugar, processed foods, lack of exercise, and and social media. It will take over your life. And that... Those are the things I was hoping to share a lot more about when I created this, but I was far too nervous to talk about them. I didn't want to be singled out or people to say I'm crazy. You know, there was nothing weird going on, but I feel like these days it's a lot more common to speak out and to question the system and the things that are around us or essentially controlling us or trying to and to have our own opinions so even for me I feel a lot safer to just share this stuff now whereas three years ago felt very odd to just start blurting out about how fucked up all our food is and and all of those things so now I'm going to be focusing on how to sustain ourselves more and not only take care of ourselves but to sustain ourselves and find a way of life that brings great mental health and quality of food and connection and and all of those things that really allow humans to thrive and heal 
So I thank you all for those who listened throughout the year of me creating these episodes. And I hope that you got value out of them and from people sharing. And I hope that you can be inspired and inspire yourself to move forwards in a positive and impactful way for yourself and others around you. And I will be shifting this podcast to more actionable information for people who want to make a change for the betterment of our planet and its people. So if you'd like to continue to follow along, that would be amazing. I'll be coming up with some new name ideas in the next week or two here. And I'll be starting to line up some guests for the new year. We'll also be talking about all sorts of sustainable measures. It's not just going to be about making change, but it's going to be about creating a new way forward. So I hope, again, that you will be part of this. (laughs) And... I think this concludes my time with Mental Millennials and my majority focus on mental health. And for those of you who are struggling with mental health still, stay strong, stay open, try new things, ask lots of questions, find somebody who feels the way you do, share and put yourself out there. You can't the best thing I ever did was share about it. I told people how I felt. I didn't just repost memes. I didn't just do that kind of shit. I posted words from my own mouth on the internet for people to connect with. I made tons of new friends doing this and I gathered a lot of support. So do not be afraid to share. And I'm still here for support in these in these times, with mental health, whatever you need. I am still love to talk about it. I have lots of friends who've been struggling with it, especially with what's been going on. I'm not sitting here saying, fuck mental health. I'm just saying that I believe it's a byproduct of a bigger picture. And I want to help change that instead of just change this. And I want to put the power in your hands to make a change for yourself and all of us too. So thank you and you will hear from me soon.